Job chapter 22, verse 1. And Eliphaz the Temani answereth and saith. This will be Eliphaz's third speech. There's a lot of back and forth because this whole book is one big long dialogue in the form of an argument where everybody is speaking multiple times because no one is agreeing with the other person. 2. To God is a man profitable because a wise man to himself is profitable? Eliphaz asks, Can a wise man be of any benefit to God? In a sense, no, because God has all power and all knowledge, so even a wise man doesn't know hardly anything compared to God. 3. Is it delight to the mighty one that thou art righteous? Is it gain that thou makest perfect thy ways? Eliphaz is going to make this argument that if you were righteous, now Job actually is righteous, but Eliphaz is going to say, if you were righteous, why would God allow you to suffer? Because that would hurt his feelings to see you suffering. See how they're so secular minded, just like people today. They can't accept suffering. Job's wife couldn't accept it, and neither could his friends. They are angry against the real God who allows us to suffer. And so they don't worship the real God. They worship a fantasy, a sugar daddy God who would never allow us to suffer. A God who won't force us to grow up. Now he's making this totally faulty argument that it would hurt God's heart to allow a righteous person to suffer. Now it does hurt God's heart when we suffer, especially if it's not our fault. But he still desires it and causes it to build our character and to test our faith. 4. Because of thy reverence doth he reason with thee, he entereth with thee into judgment. Eliphaz says, Is it because you're reverent toward him that he is against you? And he's saying this sarcastically, as if there's no way that God would ever punish somebody who obeys his laws. 5. Is not thy wickedness abundant, and there is no end to thine iniquities? Iniquities are sins. Eliphaz is saying, all you do is sin, otherwise God wouldn't let this happen to you. Now we've heard this argument many times already in this book, but they just keep repeating it. It's the only argument they have. 6. For thou takest a pledge of thy brother for naught, and the garments of the naked thou dost strip. All of this is false supposition. Eliphaz has no knowledge of Job stealing from poor people. But he's accusing Job of it because he says, You must have done it, otherwise God wouldn't let you suffer. 7. Thou causest not the weary to drink water, and from the hungry thou withholdest bread. Now he's saying that Job has caused poor people to starve and go thirsty when they cross by his property. And this is not true. Job has always taken care of the stranger because he does obey God's laws. Do you know that you're responsible for feeding and clothing and giving water to those in need? That's been God's law going all the way back to Moses. God has always made us responsible for weary strangers. 8. As to the man of arm, he hath the earth, and the accepted of face he dwelleth in it. 9. Widows thou hast sent away empty, and the arms of the fatherless are bruised. Eliphaz says that even though you had power, being a man of arm, you treated widows and orphans very viciously, and you sent them away empty-handed. This is an absolute lie. 10. Therefore round about thee are snares, and trouble thee doth fear suddenly. 
He says, therefore, that's why your life is full of fear and terror, and traps are on every side. Well, Eliphaz is one of those traps. He is tormenting the blameless, so he himself is one of those traps that he's talking about. 11. Or darkness thou dost not see, and abundance of waters doth cover thee. Eliphaz says, Why are you in darkness, and as if you're drowning in water? And the implication is that Job deserves it. 12. Is not God high in heaven, and see the summit of the stars that they are high? They all think that God has seen Job's sin. They don't need to see it. They believe God has seen it. But we can't falsely accuse people. When we confront people about their sin, we have to know that they've actually done it. We have to have seen it with our own eyes. Otherwise, we're falsely accusing. There's been a couple of times where I have confronted people about their sin and tried to encourage them to go back to the Lord. I remember one time there was a couple and they were living together and waiting until October for their wedding, but they had already been living together for several months. And I told them, it's fornication is what you're doing. Jesus said that fornicators go to hell. So why don't you go to a judge and get married now at the courthouse and you can still have your wedding in October because God doesn't care when you have your wedding. You can have it 10 years from now and God will be perfectly happy with you. All he cares about is when you get legally married. So go get legally married now and then still wait for your wedding in October and me and the whole church will celebrate with you and have a good time. They actually did it. That very weekend, they went and got married quietly with just the pastor there and just the judge at the courthouse. They got married that very weekend. And sure enough, in October, they had their wedding and we all celebrated and rejoiced and gave them gifts and it was awesome. See how easy it is to obey the Lord? Satan told them that they couldn't get married until they had the wedding. And it was an absolute lie. And because they couldn't afford the wedding, they thought that they had to live together, which they never had to do. And the Holy Spirit gave me the idea that they could still wait till October for the wedding. That had nothing to do with their sin. Their sin was that they didn't get married now. I didn't think of that idea. It just popped into my head when I was talking to them. And I knew it was from the Holy Spirit. And they did too. And they weren't offended. They just hightailed it to the courthouse and got the whole thing taken care of. It was really beautiful. It was awesome. So we are supposed to confront people about their sin, but we have to know for a fact that they're actually doing it. Both of these people admitted to my face that they were living together. We can't falsely accuse, although we should be confronting people. 13. And thou hast said, What? Hath God known? Through thickness doth he judge? This is another place in the Bible where it's making it sound like space is full of water. We saw that in the book of Genesis, that the earth is surrounded by water, not air. And the blackness of space is water. It's saying that God can see us through the thick waters of heaven. He can see down on earth to us. That seems to be what the Bible says. Eliphaz is saying, do you think God doesn't see what you've done? Well, all Job's done is repent and receive forgiveness. 14. Thick clouds are a secret place to him, and he doth not see, and the circle of the heavens he walketh habitually. Eliphaz is saying, Do you think that he can't see through the clouds? 15. The path of the age dost thou observe, that men of iniquity have trodden. And he's saying, 
Are you going to keep sinning as men of old have sinned? 16. Who have been cut down unexpectedly, a flood is poured out on their foundation. And again, Eliphaz is saying, evil people always get punished. And we absolutely know this is not true. Some evil people are kings and queens. 17. Those saying to God, turn aside from us, and what doth the mighty one to them? Eliphaz says, they don't believe that God can punish them. 18. And he hath filled their houses with good, and the counsel of the wicked hath been far from me. It was God who filled the wicked people's houses with good things, even though they never acknowledged it. 19. See do the righteous, and they rejoice, and the innocent mocketh at them. Eliphaz says, the wicked will eventually be punished, and those who are righteous will laugh at them. So he's intimating that he and his friends are laughing at Job for good reason, because he's a wicked person who's getting punished. That's why they mock him and they're happy that he's getting punished. Or at least he's saying that they should be happy that he's getting punished. When we go to the great white throne of judgment, that is when the wicked will finally receive what they really deserve. They will receive hell, and at that point the righteous will rejoice. But until then, it's just sadness, because the wicked often die in their sin, and the righteous often get punished. And also, right now it's sad to see people who die in their sin, because we know they're going to hell. But when the great white throne of judgment comes and we all stand before God, we'll be more on his side than we are even on our own, because we'll have more knowledge of how evil we and others have been, and we'll see how long-suffering God has been. We'll understand it fully, all of the long-suffering of God, and we'll really rejoice when his enemies fall. 20. Surely our substance hath not been cut off, and their excellency hath fire consumed. Eliphaz says, surely we won't lose what we have, but the wicked will lose what they have. 21. Acquaint thyself, I pray thee, with him, and be at peace, thereby thine increase is good. Now he's telling Job to repent. He's saying, get back with God, and then you will get your wealth back. But this is a logical fallacy because Job was already tight with God when he lost everything. So getting tight with God is not the solution. 22. Receive, I pray thee, from his mouth a law, and set his sayings in thy heart. Eliphaz is telling Job to meditate on God's law and follow his law. This is what Job has done his whole life. So he's preaching to the choir. 23. If thou dost return unto the mighty, thou art built up. Thou puttest iniquity far from thy tents. Now this is the word of faith gospel that we have today, saying that if you have faith, if you believe, if you obey, you will be blessed. That's a very simple-minded gospel, and it's false. How can people say that when they know that Jesus went to the cross, and Paul was imprisoned and stoned, and Peter was harassed and imprisoned, and Stephen was stoned to death, and John the Baptist had his head cut off? How can they say that? All of those facts defy the word of faith gospel. Jesus told us that we will suffer for him. He didn't tell us that if we have enough faith that we'll prosper and have comfortable lives. 24. So as to set on the dust a defense, and on a rock of the valleys a covering. 25. And the mighty hath been thy defense, and silver is strength to thee. Eliphaz is promising Job that if only he obeys the Lord, which he's already doing, that God will be like a shield to him and defend him from any bad doing. Well, God opened him up to bad doing from Satan. 
God opened up his own son to the evil that Satan would bring to his own son. God isn't satisfied with us as we are. He wants us to be like him. He uses tragedy to make us more like him. 26. For then on the mighty thou delightest thyself, and dost lift up unto God thy face. Eliphaz promises Job, If you obey the Lord, then you will experience delight in God. 27. Thou dost make supplication unto him, and he doth hear thee, and thy vows completest. Eliphaz says, If you obey the Lord, he'll listen to your prayers, and you'll be able to complete all of your promises to him. 28. And thou decreest a saying, and it is established to thee, and on thy ways hath light shone. He says that whatever you say will be established and true, instead of words that just float away in the wind. 29. For they have made low, and thou sayest lift up, and the bowed down of eyes he saveth. Eliphaz says, if you live a upright life, then you'll be able to help others. 30. He delivereth the not innocent, yea, he hath been delivered by the cleanness of thy hands. God will forgive even the guilty if you pray for the guilty. Now this is going to happen later. God is going to tell Job to pray for his three friends who falsely accused him and lied about him. This is a prophecy on Eliphaz's part. He's actually prophesying and doesn't know it, that he's going to be one of the wicked who Job has to pray that God forgives. And that concludes Job chapter 22.